Welcome in, everybody, to the Sports Culture Podcast. Seth here along with Mark. Mo could not make it today. Um, today, we're going to be going over our top 10 receivers and top 5 tight ends going into the NFL draft. Um, first off, I'm just going to talk about the news that's gone on since our last episode. Number one biggest news, my commanders have been sold. Dan Snyder finally sold the commanders to a group of... Josh Harris, Magic Johnson, and I can't remember the third guy. Do you remember the third guy, Mark? Some random yeah, white guy. Something rails, something rails. Anyways, it was sold for $6 billion, $6.05 billion. This is probably the best news of my life. Was the best day of my life. <laughs> um, finally, the culture is going to be turned around. You know, Dan Snyder affected the team in such a poor way. Free agents didn't want to sign with us because of him. People didn't want to extend their contract because of him. Bad decisions in general were made because of him. Finally, he's gone. And um, we're free, Commanders fans. We're finally free. Very happy for you. Thank you, thank you. Hopefully, um, your, your trash owner goes away soon. Yeah. <laughs> He'll probably die before he sells his team. <laughs> um, Odell signed with the Ravens. Overpaid, but one year twenty million. Twenty. It was eight, eighteen, right? Yeah, eighteen. 18. Up, up to eighteen, but um, fifteen and three mil incentives. Yeah, that's um, I mean, he's thirty years old, coming off two ACL tears. I don't, I don't, I don't like that contract. He's still gonna be a good wide receiver, two level caliber guy. Well, but... I think if you keep Lamar for next season, it's cool. It's fine, you know. It's not I, a huge. Deal. I think it was to lure Lamar to into wanting to take one of your offers. So. Yeah, because they've they've just been so poor at acquiring receivers that they just threw money at Odell. Right. I'm sure that was the thought process. They kind of just scrambled. They just wanted someone with some type of history, you know, that's solidified. Yeah, and I I think they're gonna also draft a receiver day two. I mean, they um, should. Yeah, they really should. I mean, they'll have Odell, they'll have Bateman, but Bateman, again, yeah. Odell is thirty, coming off two ACL tears, um, and Bateman has not proved anything yet. And if you draft a guy that could potentially start, like it's not a horrible room going into next year. Yeah, draft a guy like um, someone that's going to go round two, like a Cedric Tillman or a Marvin Mims, um, Jonathan Mingo, Jonathan Mingo, yeah. Or she or I, someone like that, um, to just really bolster that receiver room, um, and convince Lamar further to resign. Um, other news: Buda Baker, star safety out of Arizona, has finally requested a trade. Um, he wants to become the highest safety, highest paid safety in the league. So whoever trades for him is going to have to trade, you know, probably second or third. And on top of that, I give him twenty mil a year. 
Yeah, it's gonna. It's like a uh, Jamal Adams type situation. Yeah. So if I was a team, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I think that's a little too much for a Buda Baker. But I think a team like the Eagles would be someone who does it. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world <laughs> to have Buda Baker on your team. Yeah, but for twenty mil a year, I'm not paying a safety that. Yeah, I mean, he's twenty seven. Already on a pretty decent, decently big deal. Yeah, but I, again, I could see a team like the Eagles doing it. I think someone will pay him yeah. eventually. Um, and then other news, uh, Trace McSorley has been signed by the Patriots. QB1. To take Max Jones' job. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about that last time, but... Uh... Apparently the Patriots were shopping Mac Jones oh, yeah. earlier in the offseason. Bill Belichick finally realized that he sucks. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm Mac Jones, the biggest hater. Dude, he's just awful. He's awful. He just got so Simple. overrated from the start of the draft process to getting drafted by the Patriots, and then people call him top 15 after his rookie year. Outrageous. But um, we're going to move on to um, our top 10 receivers um, in our median. Um, it's pretty obvious, but we have Jackson Smith Jigba at one. Um, we both have him at number one. Um, oh. what, what do you got to say about JSN? I mean, proof is in the pudding. Film, just, just watch film, man. It's... This is going to be an elite receiver in this league, uh, no doubt. Yeah, he is, I mean, really good size, 6'1", 196. Um, he's the best route runner in the class. Even um, when he was at Ohio State with Chris Lave and Garrett Wilson there, um, they said he was the best one there. I mean, he, uh, he was super productive. People, um, some people are... Some people say he played primarily out of the slot, and that's a weakness. But when you look at his film, when he played on the outside, he was just fine on the outside. The only reason he played in the slot a lot was because he had Chris Lava and Garrett Wilson there. So he can definitely play on the outside and be fine. He's he's going to be a really good wide receiver one in the NFL. Yeah, just all around, dude's a good receiver. Um, coming in at number two on our median, we have Jordan Addison. I had him at two. You have him at three. Um, yep. In my opinion, there's Jordan, uh, Jack Smith Njigba is in a tier on his own. Then Jordan Addison is on a tier of his own, and then it drops down to the next tier. Um, but you don't have him as high as I do. Um, I think I have him at three. Yeah, I haven't met two, but I also think he's in a tier of his own over, um, you know, the Zay Flowers and Quentin Johnsons of the of the class. Um, I don't sleep on Zay Flowers. I'll, I'm a big Zay Flowers guy too. I haven't met three, but um, Jordan Addison is such a crisp route runner. People mm-hmm. people play him down because of his size. He's five eleven, one seventy three. But here's the thing: the NFL is moving towards small wide receivers. That's just the way it is because small receivers are succeeding 
they're your your big you're you're always going to have your six four um beasts in the nfl that are going to succeed but it's there it's very rare to have that now it's it's mostly smaller receivers that are succeeding um and it makes sense why um but jordan addison he's 511 173 so that's that's his one weakness but i don't think it's going to affect him like people think it is i would like him to put a few pounds on but even at 173 i think he's gonna be fine i think his athleticism just makes up for it yeah i think he's the most athletic receiver in the class so dude's dude's a freak he's just super crisp he has really good concentration um, I think he is going to play some in the slot in the NFL, but I um, mean, you look at some of the best receivers in the NFL play out of the I slot now, could. like Cooper Cup, guys like that. So I think he's going to be fine. He's just, I think he's the best um, technician receiver in the class. I mean, his footwork is insane. Um, so I do think um, he needs to work on his 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 um, success at deep passes a little bit but other than that I think he's going to be really good at the NFL level um, move on to our number three guy we have uh, Zay Flowers you have him at two I have him at three we're both big fans of him but you like him a little bit more so um, explain to me what you like about Zay Flowers I just like him a little bit more than Jordan Addison because <sighs> I don't know. I just got a crush on all these five nine guys, you know. Uh, uh, but dude's just his open field work is amazing. Reminds me of a uh, little CD Lamb esque, if you will. Uh, again, seen a lot of good footwork. Like I'm a fan of his routes. Yeah. Um... I'm a big Zay Flowers guy too. Um, people are gonna play down his height at five nine, but again, size isn't a huge deal at receiver anymore. Um, when you look at um, his production um, last year, seventy eight receptions for a thousand seventy seven yards and twelve touchdowns. Um, so yeah, the only big weakness is that he's 5'9". Um, he can't, he's not a good run blocker, so that's another big weakness, but he kind of has a small catch radius as well, but... That's one thing you can uh, give Jordan Addison over him too. I feel like just his athleticism, uh, even though Zay Flowers is a little faster, I think Jordan Addison's athleticism just makes up for it. Right. Um, his ball tracking skills are excellent. Um, so yeah, I think Zay Flowers is also going to be really good. I think, I think him and Jordan Addison will end up having similar NFL careers. I think they're both going to be oh yeah, wide receiver uh, one I mean, level guys. Zay Flowers ran a four four two and is he's just lightning quick. Um, you could change direction, all this stuff, and you're seeing a lot of a lot more pre snap stuff now in the league, a lot of RPO stuff. So I think his uh. His build is like perfect right. for a modern day receiver. Um, coming in at number four, we have Quinn Johnson. Um, I see a lot of people have him at number one, but 
he's very overrated in my opinion. His his only strengths are he's six three, he can jump high, and he's really good with um yards after the catch. But yeah. yeah. He's a really bad route runner. He's not good at route running at all. Um he he's you would think since he's a jump ball guy that he's had the best hands in the class, but that's actually not the case at all. Um he doesn't have good hands at all. He ha- like I don't know, he looks very uncomfortable when he goes to make a catch over someone. Yeah, I feel like it's I mean a lot of them like very awkward. Chest. He doesn't he just doesn't um it's like he doesn't need, he doesn't have good catching technique. Um, yeah, he just looks super awkward. I mean, he's crazy athletic, but he's it's uh I mean, he's, he lacks he's a little fast. fundamentals. Um and at the combine he didn't even run the 4 40 yard dash and he didn't do the 3 cone. Um because I I mean, his 40 yard dash I don't think would would have been horrible, probably would have been around a 4 or 5, which isn't good, but isn't the worst either, but his three cone would have been horrible. Um, it's like in the NFL, he had this one trick where he would just spin to the left, <laughs> and that seemed to work all the time. But I don't; it's not going to work in the NFL. Um, even in college, he had games where he just got completely shut down. Yeah, and his—I mean, his drops are a big issue. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna fall out of the first round, and go like in the late second, and people are gonna be surprised about it. But I'm not going to be because I don't think he's. No, I don't. I don't think he goes in the first at all. I think he's gonna be a wide receiver two in the NFL, but I think he also has a big bust potential. So, I think he's severely overrated. <laughs> um, coming in at number five, um, we have Rasheed Rice. I have him at number five. You have him at number six in your rankings. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Rasheed Rice. I see a lot of people have him in the you know eight to ten range, eight to twelve range in their rankings. But I think he's just a really, really well-rounded guy. Um, when you look at his production. Coming out of uh, SMU last season, um, he had 96 receptions for 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. The season before that, 64 receptions for 670 yards and nine touchdowns. So he he broke out really as a junior. Um, he's 6'1", 204, which is like perfect size for a receiver. Um, he's not he's not too big, but he's not too small either. Um, what I really like about him is his smoothness um, and his separation. He he really bursts off the line of scrimmage with quickness, and that creates uh, that creates separation for him. But he's also a really good playmaker. Um, weaknesses: um, he ran kind of a limited route tree at SMU, so that we're going to see if his route tree is able to expand in the NFL. And um, he also needs to get a better feel for zone coverage. Yeah, like you said, all around guy. He's you're not crazy at anything. Not terrible at you know a lot of stuff. Uh, I think he's pretty raw. 
yeah, I could see him taking uh, a couple years to get going in the NFL, but there's receivers all the time in the NFL that are like that, that need a couple years to get going. Yeah. But I'm I'm a big, big receiver rice guy. I think he's going to end up being a high-end wide receiver, too, in the NFL. He's raw for sure. I could see uh, I could see that ceiling for him. Um, now, I mean, even with the Shee Rice, um, I think this is when the class starts to really drop off. I think even with Quentin Johnson, it is because I, I don't think Quentin Johnson is very good. Um, but coming in at number six in our um, rankings, we have Jonathan Mingo. Um, you have him at. Five, I believe. Yeah, you have him at five, and I yep. have him at seven. Um, if you look at Jonathan Mingo's highlights, he is very good. I know, I know you like him a lot, so I love John. I, I would take Jonathan Mingo over Quinn Johnson. Prospect wise, though, Quinn Johnson's a better prospect. So. But I don't think it's far off. Dude's hands are just amazing. Uh, like, runs a four, four, six, six, two. Dude's just huge. He looks way more comfortable than Quinn uh, Johnson as a jump ball receiver. Yeah, I agree. Um, he has better size than him, too. Um, he's 6'2", so an inch shorter, but he's 220, and he's quicker than Quinn Johnson at sitting uh, at 7 pounds heavier. Dude's a good blocker. He's relatively quick in open space. And I think his catch and run is up there as well. I do think he needs to work on separation. Um, yeah. So he needs to For get sure. a better burst off the line of scrimmage. His um his production wasn't great in college. Um, he really just broke out this past year. Um, and he only had 51 receptions for 861 yards and five touchdowns. But... I'm not a. I could see, you know, like Christian Watson didn't have good production out of college either, mm-hmm. and I think he's good. So I think Christian Watson is actually a really good um, comparison to Jonathan Mingo. Christian Watson is faster, but I think I think um, they could be similar guys in the NFL. Yeah, I think he needs to work on. Uh, make he needs to refine his routes a little bit. And. But overall, I really like Jonathan Mingo as a prospect. I'm coming in at uh, number six, or not number six, number seven, for our um, median rankings. We have Marvin Mims Jr. Um, I have him at number six. You have him at number nine. Um, Marvin Mims coming out of Oklahoma. He's five eleven, one eighty three. Pretty good size. Um, he's just a really good play, uh, playmaker, really good high point guy. Um, he's a really good deep route runner, and he can also come in as a punt returner and be good in that. Um, he needs to, just like Rasheed Rice, he needs to get a better feel for zone coverage. And I'm not sure if he's going to be able to win a lot on the outside in the NFL. But I think he can be developed into somebody who can. Um, I just think he'll struggle or struggle against uh, bigger NFL corners. But I'm, yeah, he's a, a little a big small. Marvin, Marvin Mims guy. Um, I think he's um, gonna go in the second or third. 
I think that's a little high for him, to be honest. But uh, no, like a lot of other guys in this receiver class, little, you know, undersized and just very raw dudes in this class. Um, I, I do, but as I said before, the NFL is moving towards smaller receivers in general. I don't know. I, I love smaller guys, but... Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's just a lot of developmental guys in this in this class. Right. Um, like I, a lot I was, of these guys have huge ceilings. I was they... really impressed with uh, Marvin Mims' 40-yard dash, though, at 438. Oh, yeah. 438? Yeah, that was the official. Um, he also had a really good vertical for a, a fast a fast guy and not as big as like him. I think his vert yeah, his vertical was uh thirty nine and a half. Um, so that's really good. So he he's able to high point the ball for just a five eleven guy. Um moving on to number eight in our median rankings, we have Jalen Hyatt. Um you have him mm-hmm. at seven, I have him at eight. Um Jalen Hyatt, to me, is very overrated. I think he's more of a one-trick pony. I think he was also a little bit of a product of Tennessee's scheme. Um, if you If you watch him, he'll have a lot of um, plays where he'll just line up behind another receiver, and that'll just create a quick pass to him. Um, what do you think about Jalen Hyatt? Um, I agree. I think he's a little overrated. I've been seeing him. Uh, way higher on some draft boards than ours, uh, but six foot four forty, dude's fast, no doubt about it. Um, I mean he can he can slice up a secondary. Um, I don't hate Jalen Hyatt. Um, I just think he he's just very mediocre. He reminds me a lot of Robbie Anderson. Which I think if he pans out in the NFL, I think he's going to be the exact copy of Robbie Anderson. Just pretty much a deep threat and nothing else. Mm. Um, coming in at 9 in our median rankings, we have Cedric Tillman, um, Jalen Heights' uh, teammate out of Tennessee. Um, Cedric Tillman is a bigger guy, 6'3, 213. He runs a 4'5'4. His last season in college football was cut short because of um, an ankle injury um, but so because of that he only had 37 receptions for 417 yards and three touchdowns but and he's a little bit older he's a fifth year senior out of Tennessee um, but his true senior year he really he broke out 64 receptions for 1,081 yards and 12 touchdowns so he can be I think he's a decent prospect, but that injury, the injury issues, the breakout age, just like mm. just like um Cedric Shulman and Jalen Hyatt also player. have that problem. Um both of them broke out as seniors and that's not a good sign. Um you want them to break out more as a sophomore or a junior in, in college. So the breakout age isn't isn't a good sign for them at all. Um, uh, what do you think about Cedric Tillman? Uh, one thing I will say about Cedric Tillman, he 
he uh, definitely utilizes his side ex his size extremely well. Uh, dude's a good blocker. He can get up with DBs. Good hands. Yeah, um, I do agree. He has good size and good hands. Um, I think his route tree is it's pretty limited, though, and like a lot of these guys, yeah, we've talked about the the injury concerns again are a thing. Um, he had he had his injury problems and uh, performance issues even before his big ankle injury last year. Um, and I also think he's purely an outside guy. I don't think he has any any potential playing in the slot, which in today's NFL you kind of need to move around. So yeah, I think that's another weakness. Um, I mean, he does have decent agility, but it's it's just I don't I don't think he's quick enough off the line, and has a has a play style to play in the slot, because playing in the slot, you have to you have to play a completely different way than you do on the outside. Hundred percent. He's I also agree. I think he's too physical for um playing in the slot and well yeah he, that's that's one thing i really like about him he really knows how to use his size uh extremely well yeah the only thing is um because the nfl is the no fun league i think yeah. him playing so physical is gonna draw some some uh flags on him yeah that ankle too is yeah concerning so i think he has potential I actually think he has more potential than his teammate Jalen Hyatt that we have ranked once one spot over him, because I think he can do a lot more than Jalen Hyatt. Because um, again, I think Jalen Hyatt is a one-trick pony, but because of the injury concerns, because of the limited route trees thus far, um, we have a nine. Uh, coming at number ten, we have your boy At Perry. We both have him ranked at number ten. Um, this guy is a production machine. Um, Coming out of Wake Forest, A.T. Perry last year put up 81 receptions for 1,096 yards and 11 touchdowns. The year before that, 71 receptions for 1,293 and 15 touchdowns. Um, you watch his highlights, and he's just insane. Um, They're just balls. They're just simply balls. That's that's it. I mean, yeah, he's 6'4", 198, which is really good height and not too not too heavy, but he's also decently fat. He runs a four four seven at six four one ninety eight. Yeah, that's it's crazy. But like the way he can get over top of defenses being that size is actually impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I mean you, you, you really like him, so um what what do you think about him? I mean honestly one of the big knocks on him is he's gonna be twenty four coming to the right. league. Um but dude, he just overall he's uh extremely well rounded. I think he can catch contested balls. He's a playmaker and he's just fast, dude. It's... Um a couple weaknesses though. Um he isn't a good blocker even though he has good size. So that's something that he need he'll need to develop. Um Although he runs a four four seven at a size, his game speed isn't as fast as that. Um, and you know, correlated to that, 
he doesn't have as good, yeah, his, good burst his, off the line uh, as you would want. He's not as fast in his routes. Um, right. As he could be. At a straight line speed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's his focus. Uh, one catching needs um, some better concentration, which his lack of concentration can cause some drops. But A.T. Perry is a guy who's very underrated. I think he can go higher than people think. I can be a, I think he can be a surprise um, third-round pick or something like that. And I think he can end up being, you know... No, I think he'll be. I think he'll be fifth or sixth round. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes as high as you know the third or fourth. If he round. went in the fourth. I wouldn't be mad at all. I think he can it definitely totally bring value that. to a team for sure. I do think he'll you know 100%. play traditionally as like an X receiver, but I think he can definitely be you know a good wide receiver three in the league. I agree. Um, I just want to take a moment to completely shit on somebody who didn't make our list uh josh downs he's so overrated yep. he's it's terrible he's he's just not good i i don't see what people see in him um you know as you said before we made this there's always a unc receiver that gets a lot of hype but unlike you know a diami brown who i do actually i think is decent and can be a good wide receiver in the nfl um and was actually a good prospect coming out of college. Josh Allen just does not suck. Uh, or he does suck. I apologize. He does suck. Um, so yeah, I just want to take a moment to uh, tell everyone how much he sucks. Um, but we're going to move on to the tight ends. Um, we have our top five tight ends. Um, coming out at number one, we have Michael Mayer. I had him at number you know, one. Michael Myers. Michael Myers, yes. I am a number one. You had him at number two. Um, yep. he's he's just you just throw the ball up to him and he's going to come down with it um, yeah it I mean is, it is, he's ginormous yeah 249, 6'4 he's a good athlete the problem is he's pretty slow he ran a 4'7 40 yard dash mm-hmm. um, which you you see him as a receiving tight end and I mean, he's not a bad blocker. He's probably the second best blocking tight end in the class, but he is slow. When you, you you're gonna want him running routes, and he is a little bit slow. But because he's able to just come down with whatever whatever you throw at him, I don't. I think it's it's fine. Um, he does need he does need a little better blocking technique, but he he can definitely be a good blocker in the NFL. Um, I do think he is the most uh, well-rounded tight end in this class. Um, I think he could develop into a a pretty good blocker. Right. Because of that athleticism and strength, he's just really good at um, fighting off press coverage off off the line of scrimmage. And um, that creates separation for him, which, even though he's slow... He, he has the tools. Open. Yeah, he has the tools he has for the sure. Tools. Um, coming in at number two, we have Darnell Washington. You have him at number one. I have him at number two. What do you think about Darnell Washington? I mean, I think by now, um, we all know who Darnell Washington is, especially over the last few months, dudes. Just been blowing up uh, crazy, especially after the combine. Um, 
This guy is just a freak of nature. 6'7", 264. Which is insane alone for how fast and athletic he is. He runs a 464. Um, but he's a great blocker. He's great the best, receiver. Best blocker in the class, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I mean... He's just insane. I don't know. I don't even. The knock people give on him is coming out of Georgia. He um he wasn't used as a receiver really at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did show off some of his receiving skills. But you've seen when the ball is in his hand, he he can make plays. Yes. He has the ability he to definitely make plays. A playmaker. And this dude can hurdle people. Dude can stiff arm people. This dude can take a guy with him ten yards downfield, like. People don't realize how valuable being a good blocker as a tight end is in the NFL. That's what that's what NFL teams look for first when they're scouting a tight end. Is is this dude a good blocker? I mean, you you have your tight ends that are not as good blockers that are just elite receivers. Like I think Kyle Pitts is going to be really good because I think he's a really good receiver, but he's not a blocker. I mean, Travis Kelsey isn't that good of a blocker, but he's just such a dominant uh, re- receiver at tight end that he's you know, at the pedestal that he's at. But most tight ends in the NFL, they're going to need to be a good blocker. And Darnell Washington just brings so much value to a team because of his blocking. He reminds me of Mercedes Lewis. Um, And Mercedes Lewis has been a really valuable tight end throughout his whole career in the NFL because of his blocking. And he's still able to show talent at receiver. So I think Darnell Washington is going to be either a late first or a second round pick in the NFL draft yeah great great hands great size great blocking ability all right so uh moving on in our median rankings we have don Kinsade. i had him at number four you had him at number three um what do you think about Kinsade? i like Kinsade. Uh, i do like him a lot i think honestly i think he, he's gonna go pretty high uh, I would take him over guys like Laporta um, there's just uh, he's a productive receiver uh, pretty athletic as a few guys in this tight end class are um, he just uh, he struggles as a blocker so personally for me that's that's the size isn't very good um, yeah, I mean it's decent, but it's pretty average. Six four. No, very average build. Six four two forty six. Um, the only reason I have him at three is because I think his receiving is better than a few other guys. But um, he's probably a second or third best receiver tight end in the class. Yeah, he's just doesn't have great blocking. He's not super fast. His hands are decent at best um he's just very average right overall i mean i mean he's, he's very quick good, good athlete as you said he's a good production seven receptions for eight ninety yards last year um so i think he'll be used as a receiver receiving tight end in the nfl kind of like almost like a mike Gesicki kind of guy yeah um but as you said not a good blocker um and in college, if you watched him, 
he didn't really play a lot of snaps at the traditional tight end. He played most of his snaps out of the slot, which just shows that he's not a good blocker. He's like a less athletic Mike Gusecki. Right. Because Mike Gusecki's just a freak. And Mike Gusecki is a better, better receiver than him, too. Yeah, um, just uh, for me, overall, just pretty uh, average yeah, guy. I think he'll be a little bit valuable in the league um, because of his receiving, but he's. I don't think he'll be a. There's always there's always spots for guys like him. Yeah, I I could see him going in the second or something like that, but I think if he does, he's not gonna end up. You know, like after his first contract, I think he'll a team will move on from him, and he'll either be a low end starter like a Hayden Hurst type guy, or he'll just be a good backup. Um. Coming in at number four in our median rankings, we have Luke Musgrave. I have him in at number three. You have him in at number five. Um, I think I, I like him better than Don Kinsade because, again, I think Don Kinsade is not going to pan out too much. He is way better size than him. Um, Luke Musgrave is coming in at 6'6", 253, running a 4'6", Forty of that size, um, so he's really athletic. Um, he um, the I, only reason why I put um, Inside over Musgrave, um, and I, I like Sam Laporta more than Musgrave as well, but um, I think as it stands, Inside is a little bit better of a blocker even though they're both not very uh very good but i will say i think musgrave could develop into a good blocker just because of his size right and i don't know if if musgrave is going to really pan out in the nfl i mean he's coming off an injury he's a huge project yeah he's a project he's and when it comes to tight ends you know it's you don't really want a project guy there I mean, most tight ends are projects, I feel like. I feel like a lot of them don't pan out until after the first two years or so, especially as a receiver. I mean, good good blockers come in, they, and they, like, someone like Darnell Washington is going to come in and give value to a team right away. But if you're coming in and you're more of a receiver, then you're going to take a couple years to really develop. Um, he didn't have good production in college because of his injuries um, last year was really when he was supposed to get a lot of work, and he only played the first two games of the season before missing the rest due to injury. But in those first two games, he had 11 receptions for 169 yards and a touchdown. Um, again, his size is just really good, and he's really athletic for that size. Um, he, he, was, he was in an inconsistent offense coming out of Oregon State, so that that's going to hurt his production a little bit. Um, he has, he's really smooth. He's really good in contested catch situations. He's not a good, not a good blocker, not a powerful blocker. So he definitely needs to improve in that. Um, he needs to locate the ball better and give a little bit better separation. But I think he's going to be, you know, third or fourth round pick in the NFL draft, and I think he could uh, give good value with that. Yeah, he, he's a huge project guy. I mean, he's shown flashes, and for his metrics so far he's disappointed but he you know i think he uh he has a decent ceiling though i will yeah. say that much i i agree he has a good ceiling but also a bad floor yeah 
very it's like extremely bad floor. Exactly. He could end up being, you know, a complete waste of a pick and be out of the NFL in three years. Um, coming in at number five, we have Sam Laporta. I have him at number five. You have him at number four. Um, what do you think about Sam Laporta? Let me tell you what I think about Sam Laporta. Oh, yeah? Old goober-looking ass. <laughs> um, he, like, again, after the the first two guys, it's just it's kind of a, a liability in blocking. Um, I think as a receiver, though, he is a little more refined than the last two guys we talked about. He had um, good production in college the last two years. Yeah, I mean, he... he can run routes. He can run whatever route you ask him to run. Um, I think he has good vision for the ball, good hands. He's he's kind of short uh, for tight end, six three. Yeah, and his weight is average. He's a little five. He is a tiny bit small, uh, but I think athletically as a receiver, he's shown what he could do. Um, and again, just not a not an insane blocker. I I do think I do think. He has technique at blocking. I I I just think his size is what ruins his blocking. But I think if he gets gets uh, put with a good tight end coach, I think um, he can be coached up as a decent blocker in the NFL. Um, and he's he's already a good receiver. So I think I think he has top two potential out of this class. I just think he needs to be coached up good. I agree. I, I could see this being a Thad Moss situation from 2020. Um, mm. But I, I could see him having really good... I see him having a high ceiling. I, I could see him, you know, getting drafted out of the second round because the team really likes him and him getting, him getting coached up as a blocker and uh, him showing value as a receiver in his first year. But I do think he would need a year or two of, of developing before he shows his true potential. I agree. It's definitely fixable. Right. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Sam Howell, quarterback one, 2023 MVP. We'll see you all next episode.